Welcome to the Without Fathom podcast. I'm Trisha. And I'm Vanessa. Hello, welcome to the Without Fathom podcast. We are super excited to be here and to read your stories that you've submitted. Um, before we jump into that, though, we want to introduce ourselves because it's the first episode. You might not know much about us, but um, so I, like I said, I'm Trisha. I'm originally from Utah, but I've been in Germany for about three and a half years now, and I am married, and my husband's name is Sai. I just want to give you a point of reference because I'm sure I'll talk about him a lot, but yeah, he's from the Philippines. Um, what about you, Nessie? <laughs> so Trisha just called me Nessie because that's my nickname, so my yeah. name is Vanessa, but my nickname is Nessie. I'm 25. 25. <laughs> Um, I'm from Germany. I'm also married. My husband is Fabi. He's also from Germany, so we're not that international. But, yeah, I have a son. He's one. And so cute. Yes, he's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, that's pretty much it. Okay. And how did we meet? So, Sai and Fabi were friends back then, and... That's how we meet, meet, met. I'm sorry, my English is not the best, but I'm It's tr- really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> we were just talking about stomach egg, <laughs> and I just called it stomach egg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those mistakes happen sometimes. But they do, but... I hope that's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> it's difficult to speak foreign language, but true. I'm super happy that Nessie's here with me, that... She will be my co-host, so you. bless you, Nessie, for being willing. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I want to introduce the idea of Ding Dong of the Day. It's a segment that we want to do during our episodes. Um, so Nessie's husband's family has pretty much introduced, introduced, adopted us <laughs> and introduced us. So they pretty much adopt my husband and I into their family. And we decided to start a tradition, Ding Dong of the Year, last year. And so we all kind of lovingly call each other ding dong around here. Um, Whenever somebody does something embarrassing or silly or ding dongy, ding dongy, (laughs) um, then we have a group chat that we just write in. um, Yeah, what they did and nominate them to be ding dong of the year. And so we kind of want to do that on our episodes where the writers can or writers, the listeners can write in and um, nominate themselves or someone else to be Ding Dong of the Day. Um, And so, for example, something that could qualify you to be Ding Dong, I'll throw myself under the bus. One time I accidentally prayed to Alexa, so (laughs) uh, my husband asked me to bless the food, and I bowed my head and I said, Alexa, please bless the food. But yeah, I mean, I didn't say please bless the food, but I just bowed my head and said Alexa and was about to ask her to bless the food. Too bad she can't do that for me. Oh well. Um, Another example, I'll throw my husband under the bus for this one. Um, One time we pulled up to an empty drive-thru window and Sai said Kuckuck, which is the German version of peekaboo pretty much. (laughs) Um, And right when he did that, the worker came up to the window and so he just like told 
the worker like peekaboo and he was really embarrassed so just those small little things can qualify you to be ding dong have you done anything ding dongy recently nessie yep <laughs> so um i went to the hairdresser a couple weeks ago and i was running a little late and she was like so we don't have that much time anymore i cannot blow dry your hair i was like that's totally fine i can just do it myself um so i also asked her to cut me curtain bangs and she did that and then i blow dried my hair when she was done and she came back and was like so can i blow dry your bangs so it will look good and you know how to do it i was like sure and the blow dryer was still on <laughs> and i just passed it to her and i was like facing towards her face and it totally like yeah i don't know how you say that but it just blew her hair to, yeah it was a little, it was like oh sorry <laughs> that's awesome um, so yeah that's what happened i mean it's not super bad but it was a little bit embarrassing but yeah that's a good one though i like it mm -hmm. so that's the kind of thing that can qualify you to be the ding dong of the day like not your most mortifying experience per se although if you want to <laughs> you can also submit that well we will also have episodes about your most embarrassing moment but like these small things that are just maybe a little clumsy or slightly embarrassing um can qualify you to be the ding dong of the day so nominate yourself and others and we will read those at the beginning of our episodes okay so our first episode is bad dates i'm excited um have you been on any bad dates nessie in your lifetime mm, not really so in germany it's not like a huge thing going on dates i guess mm -hmm. but the only thing that happened was that i went on a date in but, quotation marks yep <laughs> <laughs> but like i thought we were just friends but he thought it was a date it was kind of weird not weird but i should have known it because it was valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> but i was like still hmm, maybe let's go out as friends on yeah. valentine's day <laughs> like I, i remember it was in school and i mentioned that i really wanted to go to a zoo again because it's been a while and mm -hmm. then we just went to a zoo <laughs> so yeah but other than that no okay what about you i know that like dating is a big thing in the u.s and i know that you've been on many dates oh my gosh so. i've been so many bad dates uh i won't talk about all of them in this episode because it could be the whole episode but yeah you'll have to stay tuned to hear all my bad dates but one of them uh is pretty short so i'll just tell it uh i was on a date and at the end of the date he brought out these fancy cupcakes from a bakery And I'm a super messy eater and just a clumsy person in general. So when I saw this tall frosting on this cupcake, I was like, this is going to be a disaster if I bite into it. I'm going to have frosting all over my face. And so, yeah, I just remembered this hack that I saw online that if you rip the bottom of the cupcake and put it on top of the cupcake, it's kind of makes like a sandwich i don't know if you can visualize it if you can't if you've never seen this hack look it up online um but yeah it's supposed to make this sandwich type thing and so yeah when i did that the i i pulled off the bottom and 
then I realized there was custard or frosting or something in the middle and it just completely <laughs> fell apart in my hands. It's literally like I, like I grabbed two fistfuls out of a birthday cake <laughs> and I had to eat the cupcake off my hands. He didn't even <laughs> offer me a napkin. He just like stared at me. So anyway, he wasn't impressed and I learned my lesson not to try a new hack on a first date. So... I can really picture that, though. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to say that's before TikTok happened. So where do you saw that hack, though? Oh, good question. Maybe Facebook. Probably Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. Good question. So I think it's only appropriate if the first listener story that we read about is a first date. So let's go for it. Ready? Yes. Cool. My first date, yes, my first date was a bad, bad date. My friend had a boyfriend, and when I turned 16, she wanted to set me up with one of his friends for my first date. They lived in Bountiful, Utah, about an hour away from us, and they were an hour and a half late. I was excited when they showed up, but my friend was really mad. She and her boyfriend sat in the front seat and yelled at each other for the entire drive to Bountiful, where we were to attend a dance at their high school. My date and I, however, did not even speak. I was really shy and got the impression he didn't really want to be there. We arrived at the high, high school and went into the dance, where the happy couple continued to fight. My friend decided to storm out, so we left the building. Our dates came to the window and made fun of us because now that we had left, we could not get back into the school. It was cold outside, and this was way before cell phones, so we tried to get back into their car to keep warm while they continued to mock us through the open window. What the heck? That's super rude. Eventually, she broke into the seminary building, <laughs> got a coat hanger, and opened his car door. This made him really mad, so he came outside, kicked us out of the car, and our dates left us standing in the cold parking lot. We were there for about an hour when a suburban full of boys pulled up and asked us if we needed help. They were very nice, but while they drove us an hour to our houses, they talked about how they liked to party, and they had just come from a great one with some really good stuff in quotation marks. That could have been a catastrophe, but they did get me home safe, and I vowed to never blind date again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. First dates are always horrible, but like, can you imagine being on your first date and you're with a couple that's arguing, and it's a blind date? I think that's the worst thing. Because you don't know what to say or what to do. And you're yeah. just like, okay, when is this over? Yeah, it's just like crickets chirping or like this couple's arguing. Like, what are you supposed to talk about with this person you've never met before? And like, I don't know. I feel like this couple who set you up should be kind of the one to lead the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, maybe you two would have this in common blah 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 but if they're sitting there fighting how are you supposed to talk and then they left you stranded this person who picked you up i just have to say i'm glad you didn't get kidnapped yeah that's super dangerous and i i hope that this girl broke up with her boyfriend after that because that is not okay to be treated like that first dates so trisha what about your first date my first date like the date itself wasn't super bad um, but the situation of, like, how the first date got set up was really uncomfortable. So my mom set me up on my first date, and <laughs> she just loves to play matchmaker. Like, 
I guess loved because I'm married now. <laughs> but maybe she still does with my unmarried sister. But yeah, anyway, um, she set me up on my first date and it was with a guy that didn't even know I existed. My crush that didn't know I existed. Shoot. <laughs> I know. It was so, so awkward. Like, so he was in the musical, like the main singer in the musical, the lead. And so... I just admired him from afar, like, wow, his voice is so beautiful, so amazing. <laughs> and so, yeah, I had a big crush on him just because of his voice. I didn't know anything about him. But, yeah, my mom called him up and was like, hey, can you take my daughter on her first date and show her, like, how she's supposed to be treated on a date? And he didn't even know her either. And so he's probably, like, and super weird. Imagine out. the conversation, though, the situation... <laughs> Her calling him up, I like, know. hey, I'm Trisha's mom. <laughs> you don't know her. I you mean, probably don't know her, he, but... He probably knew that I existed a little bit. I was okay. in the chorus of, of the musical, uh -huh. so I've, I'd, like, talk to him and stuff, but I, I was, like, 15, almost 16 when we met, and he was, like, about to graduate high school, oh. so he, like... I was not on his radar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He's probably like, why? Yeah, it was why? really awkward. Why is this mom calling me? Yeah. Like? She... Love you, mom. Love you, mom. <laughs> she loved to play matchmaker. So, I'll have to tell some of those stories another day. But, yeah. That's what my first date was. It was an okay date. But, yeah. It was awkward. Okay, next story. I met a guy on Tinder for a first date we went skiing at the resort I worked at. He had never been there and we were meeting up with some other people. So we got to the top of the gondola. Okay. Is it gondola or gondola? Gondola. You shouldn't ask I know me. that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure gondola is the ski lift and gondola is the boat in Venice. But I really don't know. But anyway... We'll just say ski lift. <laughs> we got to the top of the ski lift and I told him to follow me down. Next thing I know, he collides with me, taking us both down. I got a gash on my forehead from his ski and immediately was bleeding all over the mountain. Oh, man. I told him to call ski patrol. And when they got there, I completely passed out from the shock of it. I came to pretty fast, and since I worked there, I was determined not to get sledded down. So I insisted on skiing, and that's when I realized I couldn't grip the pole and had broken my thumb also. I still skied down, though, and got to the clinic where they asked me all the questions in front of my Tinder date. Any chance you're pregnant? What's your weight? Allergies to drugs? Etc. They drugged me up real good and took me home. We didn't go on another date. All in all, I got eight stitches on my face and had to have surgery on my thumb. I was also very bruised up, including two black eyes. But I did end up meeting my husband a couple weeks later, bonding over our ski and snowboard injuries. So I guess that's a win. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, not awesome to the fact that you just <laughs> almost died on the mountain. But um, yeah, that sounds like a horrible experience. First of all, the fact that you had to be asked these personal questions like in front of your date that is so uncomfortable like are you pregnant what if she were pregnant like that would be <laughs> double <laughs> weird so awkward like yeah about that but i think the worst part is though i mean the situation that they 
how do you call it collapse yeah collided collided mm-hmm. and then i mean getting injured injured mm-hmm. at a date is like the oh, worst true. i think because your date probably felt super bad mm-hmm. and then you had to go to the hospital well, oh, maybe not gosh. that bad he didn't call her back <laughs> Oh, he didn't? I no, didn't. he never oh. called her back. Well, they didn't go on another date. I don't know if he called her back. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to assume that he didn't. <laughs> but yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. But I'm really glad for her that she didn't get kidnapped either because she was drugged up with this guy that she never met. He could have taken advantage of her. So yeah, good thing she didn't get kidnapped. <laughs> have you ever been skiing, Nessie? Yes, in Utah. I don't remember where it was, though. But Mm -hmm. I hated it. (laughs) Because we were on this ski lift. Mm -hmm. And, like, we were looking up a route that was easy. And I think it was the blue one. Mm -hmm. And then we took a wrong turn. And we ended up on the black route. And it was the hard... not Probably not the hardest, but a hard one. Oh, my gosh. And then... And that was your first time ever skiing? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we went to the bunny hill (laughs) and we were like, oh yeah, this is easy. We We can do that. Yeah. And then we we took the wrong turn and then we were like at a point it was super steep. And we was like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. Nope. So I was there with my husband. (laughs) I just sat down and he was like, what are we going to do now? I was like, Uh, you can call someone (laughs) and then actually he went down to get someone and in the meantime someone came up to me and he was like hey do you need help i was like no no my husband's just getting someone and that person was actually someone he already got and reached out to (laughs) so the second so he came back (laughs) and was like oh yeah sorry it was me (laughs) oh so he looped back around like hey you actually need help this time oh my gosh so, yeah, so he ended up giving us a lesson pretty much for an hour how we can get back safely. Oh, that's really nice. So, yeah, but I'm not really into it. Oh my gosh, me neither. <laughs> my whole dad's side of the family loves to ski, like, love it so much. There's an annual ski day where all of my cousins get together, my dad and his brothers and all the kids go skiing once a year. Like, my grandpa even tells people that our last name means loves to ski. So, But it isn't. <laughs> it means never pays bills. So I want to know the story behind that, but I don't know it. But anyway, so I grew up skiing and I could never find the joy in it. I was like... But are you good at it? No. Okay. But I think that's probably the point. When you, when you cannot do it and yeah. you're not good at it, you don't have fun. Because you always fall on your bum. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well... So I went to the chiropractor chiropractor when I was like 22 or something like that. And after he adjusted me, he's like, oh, one of your legs is longer than the other. So I think it kind of contributes because <laughs> whenever I would ski, I would get really bad cramps in my leg because I think mm-hmm. I have to put more pressure on one leg than the mm-hmm. other because they're not the same length. And so I never had fun. I always felt like I was going to run into a tree. And then... The last time I ever went skiing, I was going down the mountain. And then there's the ropes that line off, like, where people should line up to get onto the ski lift. Mm. And I just collided and got clotheslined by this rope and fell smack on my back and hit my head. And I was like, I'm done. I will never ski again. (laughs) And I've never gone back. (laughs) But I can appreciate that people would 
love skiing. Mm -hmm. I do have good memories. Like my dad would always give me a candy bar on the ski lift. So that's sweet. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, uh, skiing wasn't for Atricia. Well, I can get that. Like Trisha said, she's very clumsy. So so that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I'm glad that you survived that date. And thanks for submitting it. I don't remember the details of this date well, but I'll tell you what I can remember. I think it was either towards the end of or the summer of my sophomore year of high school. And a senior who had been in one of my classes asked me on a date. We hardly knew each other, but I said yes. It seems like it was supposed to be a double date, but something happened with the other couple. We went to a party with a bunch of people from school but didn't stay long. Then we went to get frozen yogurt and took it to a local park. We sat there and ate our frozen yogurt, and conversation was just super awkward, not flowing at all. My date decided we should try that we should play a game. We found a random soda can laying around, and he decided to hide it, and I had to find it. So the two of us were just awkwardly hiding it and finding this soda can back and forth a few times. Finally, I can't remember if I asked or if he offered, but it was decided that he would take me back home. The date had been very short. I got home and nobody was at my house and I was locked out. So I sat on my front porch alone, waiting for them to come home. But I was just so happy to be home from such an awkward date. I didn't even care. Oh my gosh. That's... I have a question though. So hmm. he brought her home. Did he wait in the car? Like he probably just drove away. Did he? Because because he... she went to the door she probably was like, oh, I forgot my key. And mm. then she sat on the porch. What did he do? <laughs> what if he, like, sees her sitting on the porch? She's like, oh, well. And just leaves. He probably just left, I guess, Yeah, I right? probably didn't even notice that she didn't get in. So he probably yeah. also thought it was a bad date. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awkward, though. Like, I don't know. For me, hide-and-seek is the worst. Why? But, uh, I don't know, like... Okay, well, I guess the last time I played it was with a with a little kid I was babysitting, and I didn't want to play hide-and-seek, but I guess I did kind of learn that that's a good way to, like, get some alone time yeah. if you're a mom. <laughs> like, okay, you go hide, and I'll find you, actually. I'll look in about five minutes. Ten minutes maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't in the mood. So playing hide and seek in the dark is super Ooh, that's, fun. That's true. So I don't know if you play, you know that game, but we played that a couple of times. So one person hides and all the other persons seek for the other person. Yeah. So one person finds the one who um, hide it. Hid. Hid. Mm-hmm. Um, they stay there. So yeah, it always yeah, gets yeah. less and less, and mm-hmm. then there's only one person left, and um, has who's to, looking? Uh, mm-hmm. Who's looking around? Yeah, and that's the worst part, being the last one, and like everybody's gone, and you're like, <gasps> and yeah, then in the scary. dark, it's. I mean, it's super fun, but it's also scary. <laughs> do you guys use flashlights when you? No. Oh, uh-uh. oh my gosh. Uh-uh. Okay, yeah, that's scary. Um, that's called sardines in oh. where I'm from. I don't oh. know if, where I'm from. I don't know if that's like <laughs> all of America or Utah thing, but uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah. I don't know how you call it here. Okay. It probably has a name, but I don't remember. Yeah, we would play that game um, growing up too, like hide and seek in the dark is what we called it at home. But um, <laughs> there was one time 
this is kind of a ding-dong moment, actually. Um, one time I stood on the counter and pretended to be a statue, thinking that I'd be... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thinking, like, oh, they'll never find me. They'll think there's a statue on the counter. <laughs> what the heck? I don't even know how old I was. Probably, like, ten or nine or something like that. Like, they'll be so amazed there's a statue of Trisha on the counter. Yeah. That's really awkward, though, about your date that, um, like, you just want to be polite and have conversation, but, you know, it's not flowing. So at what point do you say, okay, like, at what point do you say, okay, I've given given it a shot. This isn't working. I'm going home now. It's just really awkward when the conversation isn't flowing. It was my 18th birthday and my first time going to prom. My date asked me six weeks early because he had a crush on me, but didn't like me anymore by the time prom came around, and he spent a good portion of the date talking with another girl about someone else he liked. Great! He was in the running for prom king and said some homophobic things during the interview at the assembly. On the day of the date, he forgot it was my birthday and picked me up late. We played volleyball for our day date, and then we went to Subway to get subway after okay first of all i want to pause because hard no to the homophobic comments yeah big no no second of all i'm pretty sure this is a utah thing a day date like so um when you go to prom there's like four sections of prom so in utah and and correct me listeners from other places but so kind of how it goes down i never went to prom but how it goes down is First, there's the day date, which is where you go and do an activity, whether it be volleyball or like an escape room or like laser tagging or something like that. Then it's the dinner portion. And so between the day date and dinner, you go home and get ready for the dance. And then you go to the dinner and take some pictures and then you go to the dance. And then um, after the dance, there's like the after party I guess you'd call it I don't really know what it's called but um you would go watch a movie or play games or something so it's like a long date it's pretty it's all day so that's what a day date means if that's just a Utah thing you've never been to prom no I never went to prom why I don't know ask the boys at my high school (laughs) oh no yeah I was devastated about it back then but I don't care anymore it's fine. So, if you don't have a date, you don't go to prom? You can go stag, which means you go alone, but nobody really does that. Because it's expensive. And oh. then... So, prom is a guy's choice dance, so the guys have to ask the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you go stag, there's not really any guys who go stag that you meet mm. up with. And, like I said, I haven't experienced it, but that's kind of what... Mm-hmm what it's like yeah so i didn't go i'm sorry (laughs) it's okay (laughs) i'm not depressed about it anymore but like i was back then i can imagine (laughs) yeah okay anyway continuing um so that's a day date so he played volleyball for the day date and then they went to get subway after um he asked if it was okay if we shared a sandwich instead of getting me my own and i didn't like all the toppings he chose awesome So on the way back to our houses to get ready, he proceeded to show me the ketchup stain on his pants from the day before. (laughs) What the heck? And also the hole in the crotch of his pants. What? 
excuse me, what are your intentions showing you a hole? And the, uh. So come time the dinner portion and he's late again. This time he's wearing white socks and black tennis shoes with his tux. Okay, dude, prom is a fancy event. But I don't know how long ago the story is. Mm. I think today it would be okay because it's pretty... How do you say that? It's a fashion thing now to mm. wear a tux with um, really sneakers. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> it looks... It can look good. It can look good. Is that right? Yeah. It can look good. Yeah. Sounds weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to see pictures, but... I don't know if it's like a fancy event, like if it's prom or your wedding, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know what you, you mean, know? but still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He bragged about how he didn't take a shower and popped a pimple on the way over here. Ew. <laughs> During dinner, he sat on the boutonniere I gave him and spent most of the dinner talking to other girls. When we got to the state capitol building, he disappeared to go do prom king stuff, and he want and I wandered around with my friend. Coming down the ground staircase, I tripped on my dress and went headfirst down a half a flight of stairs oh no. in front of the whole dance. Oh, that is so embarrassing. This is why I didn't go to prom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, continuing. It hurt so bad, and when I landed, the only person who said anything was the photographer who said I was in his picture. How rude is that? Like... You can't say, are you okay? Just, excuse me, you were in my picture. Oh my gosh. That's so horrible. My dress was torn and my makeup was ruined. Later, my best friend blamed me for ruining her prom night with her boyfriend. What? Be <laughs> because she spent so much time trying to comfort me. By the end of the night, I'd only dance with my date for a few minutes, and he was begging someone to take us home early because he couldn't drive. Oh, great. I cried myself to sleep and regretted not going with the guy I really liked, who had asked me as well. It was traumatic then and hilarious now, an 18th birthday to remember. Okay, so that totally sounds like a teenage rom-com. True. <laughs> like, except for the guy didn't show up to, you know, catch you when you were falling down the staircase and be there to rescue you from this horrible date. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. That's so what, sad. What I asked myself is like, that guy was to be supposed to be prom king. Oh, true. What the heck? Why? Why Was people? he super handsome? Probably, but... but... Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, true. Why was he being voted most popular? Oh, man. I'm... Maybe he was extra rude to her. I don't know. That's yeah. weird. Well, he must have really not liked her anymore because he liked someone else so by the time mm -hmm. they went together. That's really, really lame. You don't deserve to be true to like that. I'm sorry. Um, and the fact that he like was bragging to you about his horrible hygiene. Like, oh yeah, these pants. This is from yesterday, this ketchup stain. And here's a hole and I didn't shower and I popped a pimple. Like, are you trying to... Like, go on the date? Yeah, like, do you want me to leave? By the way, did you go on the date with the guy you liked? I want to know. Okay, next story. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> when I was a freshman at Utah State University, I found that my friendliness invited a lot of awkward young men to ask me on dates. 
On one particular date, I had been asked by someone I met in the LDS Institute Choir. He had cornered me a few times while trying to study at the Institute building and was very persistent in conversation. I was nice and always endured it until, I had to, until he had to leave. On one of these occasions, he asked me for my number. I got a call later that night from him to ask me on a date. I remember looking at my calendar and hoping it would tell me I was busy, but no such luck. We planned a day and I was committed, for better or for worse. I'll give him points for being original. We, we went to PetSmart to look at the animals and went to 7-Eleven to get hot cocoa. The problem was that when it was over, he asked me if I wanted to go to his apartment to watch Gold Rush Alaska, a show I'd mentioned in some conversation before. I tried weakly to blame homework as I attempted to decline. I was too nice and inexperienced and he was too persistent. So I ended up going. When we got there, I was worried to find no one was home. I didn't feel threatened, but I was uncomfortable. So I sat on the couch with my knees up and my arms wrapped around my knees, hoping my body language would scream, not available. <laughs> he sat next to me after turning off the light and flipped to the show. We watched and I feigned lots of interest in what was happening. He bumped me playfully, knocking me over on my unstable sitting. I wouldn't even look at him. Finally, he just flat out asked me, would you like to cuddle with me? Oh, no. <laughs> I was so shocked. So all I did was look at him and shake my head. No, no words. He shrugged it off and said, no problem. You should know my cuddling policy. I'll cuddle with anyone on the first date. And my kissing policy. Oh my God. <laughs> is that I'll kiss on the first date too. Okay. Wow. Read the room, buddy. I don't get that. Is that a guy? Th not, not a guy thing. I don't want to generalize, mm. but I mean, body language, like, oh, I don't get this. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I don't know. I got to ask our husbands, like, what would you do? But anyway, as far as I can remember, I nodded politely after he described his policies and glued my eyes back to the screen, just dying with discomfort and hoping to leave soon. When he suggested a second episode, I had grown up a little, and I very strongly indicated I had other things to do, and he should take me home. So he did. I lived on campus, so parking was not a thing for those who didn't live there. Meaning, like, it's not allowed to mm -hmm. park on campus. He was dismayed that he couldn't walk me to the door, but I have never been more grateful <sighs> for the on-campus parking issue than I was then. No kidding. I thanked him out of obligation, and before I could get out, he asked if I'd go on another date with him. Bro. <laughs> I had my eye on someone else, so I just told him so. Good. Great. Honesty. Mm -hmm. Love it. He was discouraged, stating he was glad I went on a date with him because he was just figuring out how to get girls to say yes. What, cornering them? <laughs> what the heck? I felt guilty, but not enough to say yes to another date. He told me if the person I was after wanted any healthy competition to let him know. What? Anyway, I ran back to my apartment, but not too quickly, so he wouldn't see which one I lived in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That is so horrible and so uncomfortable. I totally understand the, like, not wanting to be rude. I feel like a lot of the times we're told, you should give everyone a chance. Like, you oh, never yeah. know. Like, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be good. So I can totally understand, like, wanting to be nice and give him a chance but at the same time like 
You don't have to say yes if you don't want to go no. on a date with somebody. That is, oh, uh, I, I totally would do the same thing, though. I have the hardest time or had the hardest time saying no. That's really awkward that he told you his policies on cuddling and kissing. Like, what do you expect from me right now? Uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, speechless. We're yeah. speechless. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you got away. And I'm, I'm really curious what he meant. Like, if if you the guy you're going after wants some healthy competition, like, what? What does he mean? <laughs> okay, so this is our last story for the day. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted stories. We appreciate you taking the time to write it. And hope you've enjoyed listening, too. So, But here's the last one. It's a doozy, so... I was going to say giddy up. <laughs> I don't know what I meant. Okay, anyway... So, I don't know how well it falls into the category of bad dates, but it was something that happened on a date that was horrible, even though the date ended alright. Listener's discretion advised if you are squirmy about bodily fluids. Warning, warning. (laughs) It was nearing the end of the summer before my senior year of high school when three girls asked me and two of my good friends on a group date. It was going to be a late afternoon into the evening date. On the day of the date, in the morning, I was with those same friends that would be going on that group date with me. We decided we were hungry, and Doritos Locos Tacos had just come out at Taco Bell. (laughs) I think that's such a funny name. Doritos Locos Tacos. Oh yeah, that sounds really, really good the way I I say it. It's very American. (laughs) Anyway, uh, gringa. Yep. Yep. Fun fact. Nessie's mom is from Chile. Yep. So she speaks Spanish too. Yep. Yeah, so they decided they would eat those. I don't remember how many I ate, but it was quite a few. Fast forward to the date. The girls picked me and my two friends up and blindfolded us because they didn't want us to know where we were going. They started driving and took us up a canyon. Because I was blindfolded and there was a lot of twisting and turning, I started to feel a bit motion sick. I could feel that I might throw up. I informed them that they should need to pull over because I wasn't feeling well, and they just kept telling me that they were almost to the destination. I held it down for as long as I could until we got to the destination, which was a lake. They pulled over, and my date led me out of the car. They didn't want me to take off my blindfold yet. She led me to the bathroom, but because I had been holding on for so long, I could no longer hold it and spewed Doritos Locos Tacos (laughs) all over both of our legs. Nobody start throwing up because of the sounds we're making. I immediately apologized to my date, and she began apologizing to me for not allowing me to take off my blindfold, (laughs) and it was just kind of awkward. Because we were at the lake, the bathroom was a campground type of bathroom with no running water, so all we could do was kind of wipe stuff off the best we could with paper towels. But because we were at the lake, we both decided to wait around in the water to help get cleaned off. At the end of the date, it still went well enough that we cuddled and we watched a movie. While wow. Puke on. <laughs> Pukey leg cuddles. Ew. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you, DJ, my brother, <laughs> sent in this. I don't know if I should have tattled on you, but yeah. You did. Anyways. But I did anyway. Being motion sick is horrible. My whole family, it runs in our family. Like, as you can see, my brother. <laughs> And my sister, one of them, she is the one driving and she gets motion sick. That's crazy. It's really bad. And so 
growing up, like we had a like a throw up bucket in our car. <laughs> so, did you have one of those? No, but really <laughs> funny story. <laughs> when Fabi, my husband, when they grew up, they had like a puke bowl. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're using that bowl now for salads. <laughs> <Ew> . <laughs> This is the puke bowl, oh and I think gosh. it's still called like that. But yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny! <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So I don't know. You you listeners need to let us know. Did you have a throw up bucket in your car? Because now I'm like, I thought everybody had that, but <laughs> or a throw up bowl <laughs> at home. Yeah, my my husband thinks throwing up is so funny. He's from the Philippines, like I said before, and um, I don't know. He's like, why do white people throw up so much? And he thinks it's so weird and so funny that people start throwing up when someone else throws up. Like it's a Domino's thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. do, does everybody throw up, or like, are we the crazy ones that throw up? Or oh, I I throw up very easily though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. I remember we went to um, how do you say that? Uh, like Hyde Park. Oh yeah, like a, a an amusement park. Oh okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like a huge ship mm-hmm. where you can go on, and it swings from one side to the other. And I was I don't know how old I was, maybe four or something. And it was super fun, but I came up out of the boat. And I threw up, and I felt so oh, bad. No. So I get, yeah, yeah, motion, motion sickness. sickness a lot. Yeah, is horrible. The last time I went to an amusement park, I also felt super motion sick, and like the rides had rocked me around. Like my body was hurting. I was like, "Is this what growing up feels like? <laughs> It hurts so much." I was only twenty four back then too, so I don't know how it would be these days. Anyway, thank you, DJ, for sending in that story, and I apologize to you, listeners, who get queasy easily.、Um, sorry about that last topic, but it was fun, anyways. Thank you so much for listening, and especially to those who submitted their stories. To learn about upcoming episodes and to submit your own stories, keep an eye on our Instagram and Facebook, Without Fathom Podcast, at Without Fathom Podcast. Or anytime you think of a good story, email us at withoutfathompodcast@gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And thanks again for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye bye.